What if you were on a trip to outer space? Now choose any of the planets that you like. And you were off just a hair, just a few degrees. You know what would happen? You'd never arrive. Nope. It would just shoot right by, or you'd shoot right by it, I guess the way we'd be going. And I wonder about the journey of life sometimes. We have passion, we have purpose, we have things we want, we, have, we know what we want in life, but we don't seem to arrive. It seems to be just a little out of reach, or we're off just a few degrees. What if you were to learn what the top 10% of highly successful people, how they see the world, how it's different, and how they're not so tired like you are, and they don't feel like when they give them morning, oh, I gotta go do the same thing over again, or even worse, oh, somebody else got that promotion, I thought it was for me. No, we want you to journey. We don't want you to suddenly see Jupiter go by, or Mars, or wherever you're headed. We want you to arrive. God created you with a great purpose. You have greatness inside of you, and I'd like to help. But perhaps there's a little tweaking you need to be aware of to be able to move in that fullness that you were created for. So I invite you, sit back, be open and curious, and let's learn together. I'm gonna to be sharing about the number one widely held myth that greatly limits reaching your full potential. Yeah, it's a myth, it really is. In fact, it's a little different way of framing things. We're gonna change the way we, notice the italics, do things. The emphasis is on doing, all right? So let's say this circle represents all the knowledge and all the awareness in the world. All of it, it's all right inside this circle. How much do you know of all there is to know? What do you think? Well, for me, you see that little spot? If you can find it, <laughs> that's the word probably I know of all there is to know. But what if, what if you could expand your awareness and your knowledge this much? You think that'd be a benefit to you? Would it make you enable you to make wiser choices to see things sooner, more awareness of what's going on around you? I think it would. Yes, indeed. Keep that thought for a moment. So reaching your full potential, because I really believe you were created for more. You have not reached your greatness yet, but it's there for you. It is there. Let's say this line represents all your current achievements today. Everything you've learned, everything you've done, it's a good ride, right? But it's got some ups and it's got some downs. If you're a human and you're normal, but what if there's more? There is more. Your potential hasn't been arrived at yet. What you think about what could be? If you keep doing the same things the same way, you're not going to reach your full potential. You see, it's a different way of seeing, seeing and moving to activate the potential within you. That's the seed I want to plant for you today. Have you reached your full potential? Really, think about it for a moment. Why not? Do you want to? Yeah, it's ready for you. So this number one myth that limits your potential? Well, it's that work, hard work and working smarter will get you to your full potential. Doing more, doing it smarter, doing, doing. Uh-uh, that's not gonna work. You see, we're taught how to do things from childhood. Your parents likely taught you how to tie your shoes, how to brush your teeth, how to do chores. You did do chores, right? <laughs> and how to do homework. That was all part of doing things. And then you grew up, you got older, you got a job, and you were taught how to do selling, how to do marketing, how to do customer service, how to achieve and excel at the job. But you always had to do, and you had to come in the next day and do it over, and do it over, and do it over. 
You get the get the message here? Yeah, it's what I call churning. Doing. I'm not saying stop doing. I'm just saying there's more. So is there a better way? You bet there is. You see, we've been taught how to do things, but not how to be. Be. That is the golden word for you. All right. Where does being come from? You ever heard of human beings? You don't hear of human doings, do you? <laughs> In fact, we walk up somebody, the likely the first question is, what do you do? We don't ask, who are you? Or who do you be? It's kind of uncomfortable because they might ask us back. How would you answer that? Hmm. You see, it's a different dimension of embracing and living relationships and work. It's a different way of moving and interacting in, our, in our, the world. To be is to integrate body, mind, and spirit. Because in that combination, you create your leadership presence. Very important to have leadership presence. Here's some examples. Leaders are very good at doing leadership, doing leadership. They learn an expertise. They then go out and excel in it by doing it. And they move up the ladder pursuing the same pattern. It's a cycle of churning. Can you see? They never arrive. But Jim, that's work. You got to do it over again. Uh, yes and no. There's a big no, though, if you're a leader. So we want to move towards your full potential, not just keep doing things and excelling at them. Bill Joyner and Stephen Joseph wrote a great book, did some research called Leadership Agility, and they found five levels of mastery for anticipating and initiating changes, they call it. Let me talk about what they found in their research. They found that if everybody in any title in a leadership role, about 10% of them are learning their expertise. Another 45%, they're subject matter experts. And then another 35% take that expertise and they achieve with it. And those numbers up. That's 90%. 90% of those in leadership roles of any title, from supervisor through CEO, are subject matter experts achieving. They have a leadership and an expertise, but I want you to be a leader of people. I want you to be a change agent, a catalyst. What they found is that 6% or less, they tell me, are actually change agents. They really see the trends. They understand how to grasp it. They're really the true catalyst of movers and shakers in organizations. Then the co-creators are another 3%. These create the environment with others where everybody is tapped into their, their inner strengths, and they're all really moving to their potential. And then the final 1% are the synergists. These leaders put the smooth in the organization. They make things flow and they really integrate and they excel in what they're doing. Well, those top three, those are about building relationships. It's not just the expertise. It's turning it into the people expertise. That's where you need to go. It's moving from doing leadership to being a leader. Well, one will never reach their full potential if they continued focus is on doing and they don't develop the being dimension of their self. Being and doing. Big differences for you. Full potential is seized developed from the inside out, not the outside in. No. Bringing into your relationships the full integration of body, mind, and spirit. Yes. Oh, yeah. Big difference. The cost if you keep just doing, stress and burnout. Yeah, baby, stress and burnout. Life and work become a drudgery. It's doing the same things over and over and over and over. Uh, kind of lose your passion. Are you there? 
Yeah, it happens. It's, it's a cost of just doing all the time. The difference from moving from doing to being, the difference it can make to move from doing to being, you move from being a perfectionist, which you're never good enough and you never arrive, or you're trying to do better than anyone else, out-excel them in doing, and you change your focus to greatness. Because you see, greatness is under your control. That's your control. And then it shows up in the doing if you begin from the other way around. Well, examples of moving from doing to being, I've seen executives move up in their careers and become more successful. They were suddenly became more visible to their bosses or their boards, and they were given more responsibilities, even new titles and money. All right. I've seen uh, uh, senior executives go out and interview for CEO roles. I'm thinking of one right now. He got two boards of directors both clamoring for him because he brought this difference of being instead of doing. Spouses seek me out to thank me for the huge changes they see in their spouse. Much more at peace. Big word. Executives become happier, less stress, and enjoyable to be around. 